I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Brosif Quiggles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. What is up, everyone? Thank you for listening. This is Preston. Across me is my beautiful, beautiful partner. Hello. I'm not handsome. I'm beautiful. Beautiful. I appreciate that. Just like all of you. Don't forget it. Um, Episode 7 is here. I don't know how I made it this far. Um, Accidents happen. Accidents do happen. Sometimes good things come from them. (laughs) Hopefully this is one of them. Um, But today, um, we're going to get our zen on. Because the topic today is I love you, yoga. And... To talk about yoga, we wanted to bring in the master, our very own local, Crystal Ueno. And you currently teach at Old Town, Clovis, right? Yeah, Yeah. Crystal, yeah! (laughs) That was the whole crowd. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for having me. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. Um, Your Instagram handle, which brings us to our first topic. (laughs) How do you pronounce it? (laughs) That's one of those things where I don't even, when you're reading through on names, or I'll just say like the first four letters and then... Yeah, so I need to, I need to hear it too. I completely forgot about that. I get asked that quite a bit, actually. Okay. Um, it's La Vie Bohème Yogi, and it means the Bohemian life yogi. Oh, I knew it had something to it. Yeah. I just did not do know. the research. And how do you spell that? Can you just spell it <laughs> off the top of your head? I hope so. You can always <laughs> look it up too. Don't it's, fact check her, but do. It's L A V I E B O H E M E Y O G I. She didn't even have to ask the origin or anything, or can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> Spelling be champ over here. <laughs> um, and if you haven't seen her Instagram po- profile yet, it's just amazing. I mean, we can talk about that first, but all the different crazy things that you can just do with your body that looks like she's in an anti-gravity room. <laughs> like, Well, you make it look easy. You make it like, there's even our post. Um, it'll be the Monday post for when you guys are listening to this. I consider it. I think it'd be funny if we try and do that pose. Oh where, gosh, yeah, so I think that? after this, we got to do that. But still, it's the way you do it. I looked at that picture. I was like, I could do that. <laughs> and I know what's going to happen. I know I'm going to try and do it. I'm probably going to collapse. Maybe snap my forearm, whatever. Yeah. yeah. How did you get into like wanting to do yoga um, and more specifically, like all becoming a yogi, like in leading that, what was like your first experience with yoga? Um, well, I had been a competitive gymnast, so I always feel like I have to kind of throw that out there as a disclaimer. I was a competitive gymnast for a lot of years when I was younger. So, you know, people always talk about muscle memory and it's a real thing, you know, it's a real thing. It was probably about 10 or 15 years after I was competing that I started practicing yoga. Um, and it was hard, but I felt like my body kind of knew what to do. And when I started practicing, it was actually four years ago, a little over four years ago. And I had two little ones. My son was three and my daughter was five. And I just kind of needed an outlet, you know, something Mm -hmm. to do. And so I started this, it's called the Tone It Up Bikini Series. And um, I started that and there was a, a yoga class in it. And there was something in it that I really liked. 
you know? So I went to up to visit my sister in San Francisco, and there was a local yoga teacher there named Erica that I took her class. And I had never sweat and cried so much <laughs> like in one time that I just knew that there was something in it that I'd love. And so it initially kind of started off the physical aspect, you know, um, the handstands, the cool arm balances, the cool flexibility that kind of enticed me. And then it really organically evolved into a lifestyle. I love that. And I, the way you describe, you know, it's a workout for mm-hmm. anyone that's never done it before. And you try and pretend to knock that off and pretend like it's not a workout. You'll sweat the most that you've ever <laughs> sweat before in your life. And that's not an exaggeration. The, I have to, I just finally invested. I don't go that often, but when I do, um, I know I have to come prepared now and I have a towel that I got from yeah. uh, Lululemon because I sweat so much because if I don't, I, any position, I, my hands start slipping because I sweat so much on my mat. And the very <laughs> first time I took Crystal's class, very first time, um, I didn't know what to expect, but towards the end of it, when I'm just at the max of my sweating, and I did, uh, I was a distance runner in high school, so mm-hmm. cardio was just what I was used to, sweating and just doing whatever you can just to push it to the limit. I had never once reached this point that I reached in your class to where the sweat that was dripping down my face, once it got to my mouth, it was no longer salty. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I promise you that. That's not an exaggeration. I remember doing, I don't remember what pose I was in. I remember the sweat was dripping down my face. It made it to my mouth. And I was like, this tastes like fresh water. There's no salt in this anymore. Yeah. I've she's completely, everything out. She's completely got everything out. This is a full body cleanse. Yeah. And so really yoga did that to me. And I was just, from that point on, I was like, this is not a joke. Yeah, I know. Well, last week, Ramon and I, it was like last week or two weeks that we took Crystal's class. It was so hot in there. God. Yeah, I don't know if it was the class before you or yeah, it was yours the way you set it up. But watching Preston walk in was the funniest thing ever because he was just like, here we go. We got this. And then he walked in the room and it hit him. And he's like, it was almost like it was disgusting. Yeah, it just walks it's right like out. It's a heat wall. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you start questioning, like, I walked in here on purpose. Why did I do that? Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially mid-June, July here in Fresno. You know, we start questioning our life decisions when we yeah. walk into a hot yoga room. And the level two class that you guys came to, it is heated. It's heated to 85 okay. degrees. So cool. so we're not crazy. So you're not crazy. Okay, good. No. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Whenever you get ready for a class, like the one that we took, is there a lot of preparation that goes into that one class? Or are you in the realm of experience where like you can just walk in the room, all right, let's just do this thing, and you just sort of go off the feeling of the room? You know, I, I like to prepare for my classes. Um a lot of my sequences kind of come from me just playing around in my own home practice. I get inspired by different yoga teachers or videos or Instagram videos inspire me. Um, sometimes it's a song that I hear that really pumps me up or a word. And then I kind of just take it from there. But I like to to plan my classes out. Um, sometimes I can can wing it, but I'd prefer to just plan it out and kind of know what I'm doing. You know, when I go into it. Also, you said like you get inspired on Instagram. Um, And I just noticed you have like a good 10,000 people following you. You have a hell of a following. Yeah. (laughs) When did you like, when did that start happening? Gosh, I, you know, that it kind of just organically evolved that way. Um, I've always tried to just share my authentic journey and be as honest as possible and as vulnerable as possible with everything I share. So the ups and downs, the good and the bad, the happy and the sad. And I feel like people, people really appreciate that, especially in today's society when, 
you know, you just, you just don't know if people are being authentic, you know, there's yeah. a lot of ads and, and, um, ulterior motives that come along with a lot of that. So I just try and be as authentic as possible. And I think, and I hope that people pick up on that. Have you ever considered, cause I noticed a lot of the content is just a lot of videos of you, you know, showcasing your practice. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered creating a YouTube channel? You know, I actually have a YouTube channel. Oh, there I we know. go. There I we know. go. We didn't I do actually, our research. Dang it. I know. It. I actually have a YouTube uh, channel. Um, my YouTube channel is called Namaste Fit. And the yes. link is actually on my uh, my Instagram oh, in so my profile. But um, <laughs> YouTube makes me a little nervous, though. I've recorded like five videos for it. And there's some like handstand press and core work. Because if you've ever been to my class, you know I'm all about the core work. Well, yeah. um, but that's something that... Like this is kind of out of my comfort zone. And so this kind of year, I'm going to start to delve a little bit more into the things that kind of scare me, like YouTube, which I don't know why. Why is that, you guys? Um, you, How do you record it? Do you still record it like you do for your I do, Instagram? yeah, I and do. I got nothing. That was it. I know. <laughs> I think there's more room okay. for um, stranger feedback, as in Maybe like not like why. weird feedback, like pe- feedback from strangers. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. people that are following on Instagram already are kind of like fans, whereas YouTube is going to open the door more for anyone and everyone people you don't know who yeah. are, don't even live in the same city as you so they have no problem yeah that's kind true. of saying whatever's on their mind so that actually make i get it that makes sense mm-hmm. um but speaking of youtube though um how do you combat like we were talking before we started recording how everything's on the internet you can just get whatever you want and become an expert on anything on the internet or make yourself believe you're an expert because you did the right google search mm-hmm. How do you combat the people that aren't willing to leave their homes, go to um, an actual yoga studio and pay to, you know, be instructed by you in person and just go get those free YouTube yoga classes online? What's different for those people out there that are just at home doing yoga, looking up, oh, yoga level one, and then just putting their computer in front of them, practicing at home. What's different versus that compared to, you know, what they're going to get when they come to an actual in-store yoga? Um. You know, there's just something, I have a huge home practice, um, Mm. and that's also one of my intentions this year is to take my practice into more of a studio setting. So I do understand the people that are more apt to, you know, stay home in, in their little bubble or in their comfort zone and practice. But there really is something about um, a studio practice surrounded by a community or in yoga, they call it a sangha. Um, that's just really powerful. You know, you can really pick up on the the energy of the people around you, the energy of the class, um, listening to people breathe and then breathing together. There's just something that's that's really powerful and makes you feel connected when you step into a studio and into a classroom with other like-minded people. I get that. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. on your last class we took, um, there were moments where I was struggling just in a plank. Mm-hmm. or um, Downward Dog, and I would look behind me, <laughs> and I'd see Preston, like, collapsed <laughs> in, like... A, struggling your Yeah, more. in, like, a, a fetal position. <laughs> not a fetal position, but... Oh, no, I was. And that was kind of comforting to be like, okay, good, I'm not alone You're not right alone, now. right? Preston's yeah. struggling, too. This is okay. Yeah. And so I oh, guess exactly. I get what you're saying. You can only really get that in a class, because mm-hmm. at home you don't have those peers around you that are kind of sharing that, that sweat journey with you. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's crazy, like, just all the different kinds of people you get in the class. Like you have your younger athletic people and then, you know, you have your older crowd that, you know, they're all doing the same things. And like, I think everybody comes in maybe like wanting to get something different out of it, whether it's like a spiritual, 
emotional thing or if it's just a physical workout. And I think that's dope too. Um, you know, you have this one thing, everybody's doing the same thing, but you're all getting something different out of it. Um, which sort of leads me to like my next question. Um, like the whole like spirituality realm say like, I don't know. I feel like there's like this stigma with like with yoga that you have to believe one thing or Mm -hmm. it's like, Oh, I can't go to that because, um, it doesn't agree with my religion. But like, I feel like what I've experienced, it's really for everyone. And you sort of just bring to it what you want. Um, how do you like deal with that? Like when people ask you, like say that people that don't do yoga, but they think it's like, Oh, I have to be Buddhist or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you ever get that kind of critic or? Yeah, we definitely do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, You know, a lot of people have that kind of preconceived notion that yoga is a religion or, or if you are a certain religion that you can't practice yoga and yoga really yoga means union of mind, body and spirit or soul. So yoga really is connecting you to yourself. And when you find that deeper connection with yourself, that deeper acceptance of yourself, you start to realize how connected you are to everyone and everything around you. Mm-hmm. At the end of a yoga class, we traditionally use the, the salutation namaste, mm-hmm. which namaste means my soul honors your soul. I honor the place in you where the entire universe resides. I honor the love, light, beauty, and truth within you because it is also within me. In sharing these things, we are the same. We are one. And that's what I like to think of, that last line, we are one. Mm. You know, that connectedness. Um, I mean, speaking of preconceived notions, I feel like there's also a heavy emphasis on the fact that there's a large group of people. Actually, it's a whole gender. I think there's a lot of people that think it's a, it's a female thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of males, one, either think like, oh, that's not for me, or two, too like... Easy. Yeah. Oh, well, mm-hmm. first, first of all, anyone that thinks Just that, stretching. stop. Yeah. That's not what it is. That's one of the most <laughs> strenuous things ever. But do you do you have a position on that? Why, why do you think guys think yoga's not for them, or yoga's just a girl thing? Um, it's obviously for everybody. Um, yeah. And how do you combat the guy that thinks, you know, oh, I'm not going to do yoga. One, it's not a good workout, or too um it's too easy or it's just for girls like Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a very common thing yeah it is a really common thing and you know my husband he's a very athletic person he plays basketball a couple times a week um and he does yoga with me almost every day and he hears that a lot you know he'll be stretching before his basketball game and people kind of you know give him some crap about Mm -hmm. it and he's like you you know or people get injured and he's like you know you need to do more yoga to help with injuries so we have a lot of people that men that come practice at our studio and um, I think they should just come give it a try. And if they think it's just like flexibility or just stretching, I teach a a level two class on Tuesday and Thursday at seven 30 and I'd love for them to to come (laughs) give it a try. Yeah. That one just rocks your world. It's just the most humbling experience ever. (laughs) Yeah. Come on in, try it. And then, and then we can talk. Then we'll talk after. (laughs) The worst excuse. And I hear people say it all the time. And I think, at one point, I used it, but you, oh, why don't you do yoga? Oh, I'm not flexible enough. Yes. Well, you do yoga to become flexible. Yeah. Like you don't yeah. just like, you know. That's like saying day. I'm too dirty to take a shower. Yeah. Like, come on. Exactly. Just, you know. Gosh. Um. I always do this. I always forget what I'm going to say. 
Um, oh, <laughs> the first time I t- I've only taken your class twice, and it's not because I have anything as yoga. I just I'm a cheap person. <laughs> that's all it is, and so that's why I was curious on your input on the the at home yoga people uh-huh. versus in the studio. But the first one I took, um, I went with uh, Kelsey's the one that got me to do it, my girlfriend, and um, she I just remember her telling me her biggest fear going into it was not like, oh, he's going to embarrass me, not be able to do his pose, or he's going to like give up or leave. Her biggest fear was I was going to fart in the middle of class. Oh, my God. And so she was legitimately concerned about that. (laughs) Legitimately concerned about that. And so that made me wonder, like... It's my number one fear. Has that... (laughs) Yeah. Has that ever... I'm sure that's happened. Is there, like... Yeah, it How do people... How do you respond to that? How do classes respond to that? Does that person leave? Like, I've... Because I've never been able to experience it in regards to being an audience member to that situation. Yeah. I'm wondering, how do you... Like, people keep their composure or you even keep your composure for that? There was a meme that I saw and it was like, (laughs) if that happens in class, like, A, move out of country. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Step one. Want to get away. Yeah, like, just just get away. Um, You know, that happened. It happens quite often. You get super relaxed. You know, you get into it and it happens. Yeah, it's inevitable, I feel like. You know? So, usually, I'm just like okay and take a big inhale you know no I'm just kidding and exhale no you, we just you keep going just let it go right it's there. all good you know you're accepted oh on gosh. your four corners of your mat no matter what's going on oh, have you ever farted when leading a class I have not okay. thank you thank no, you girls don't do that I hate to break it to you <laughs> they're completely incapable it's then I would probably move out of the country uh, yeah you know? <laughs> Well, that's the one time was like that I was okay with it would have been this last class because Preston was behind me. Oh, so yeah. I would have been like, oh, he could take it. He'll oh, be yeah. fine. This was probably the number one thing on my mind. I <laughs> actually ate dinner before yoga, which was, isn't a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. And that was my only focus was try not to fart oh, in class. the 60 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Bless your heart. <laughs> Bless your heart. But then it's also I was like dying at the same time. So it was easy to like get that off my mind and like just focus on yeah, making exactly. it through the class. Yeah. <laughs> not drowning in my own one sweat. One breath after the next <laughs> yeah. time. That's how it is. Like if I go on a bike ride, I'll like get on and I'm like, damn, I got to go to the bathroom. Oh, the and then 10 miles in. I have this moment like, oh, like I completely forgot. I don't have to go anymore. Yeah. It's like your body's like, no, I get it, fam. Like, I got you. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll hold this off for another hour. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but that is considered I, to me a funny moment in class. Can you do you have one go to where you're just like that, like your funniest moment that you've ever experienced? When leading? Oh, gosh. I think, you know, I wouldn't say there's one moment in particular. I think a lot of it is just the stuff that comes out of my mouth. Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> what? What? Like, I've made up words, you guys. I said... I believe that, yeah. You know, I'm like, t- you know, interlace your fingers and then take that interlation. Like, that's <laughs> not a word. You know, that's Dude, not a word. I and I totally call myself you, out though. on it. I, <laughs> I call myself start, out on it. I would start using it in everyday <laughs> language. If Crystal said it, it must be something. <laughs> Urban Dictionary. Yeah, I'll like, start saying interlation. Yeah, interlation. you know, it's like, or one time I wanted them, we were in a, a forward fold and I wanted him to come back to center so I was like find your center fold and it's like you know that's we don't want to find our center fold not that's here not, in, for not in front class. of your friends <laughs> more something you do at home or I don't know so yeah it's more the stuff that just kind of came out of my mouth you know um, <laughs> most people will try and incorporate yoga into their life to relax wind down find peace and de-stress um, for someone where it's essentially their profession do you have alternate ways to find peace, de-stress, or is this also your way? Do you have alternatives to... You know, it's still... I mean, I, I love hiking. That's mm-hmm. one way. Um, and we ride bikes a lot of as a family, you know, over the Clovis bike trails and stuff. But mainly it is yoga. And that's one thing that I found after... You know, I've been practicing for about four and a half years. 
and I've been teaching for about three. And so that's one thing I found, um, really finding that balance between being a student and being a teacher. And that's something that's, that's really sacred to me is giving mm-hmm. myself that time and space to be a student always. So where I practice, um, I have a little sign that says, stay close to your practice. And I always try and remember that, you mm-hmm. know, to stay close to my personal practice. And I feel like it makes me a better teacher, totally. you know, yeah. if I'm yeah. close to that, you know, so... Um, I think one of the coolest things about taking your class is that you make it super approachable. Um, and one of those ways, so like I've taken multiple yoga classes and a big part of it for me has always been the music. I'm a music guy, so I notice music anywhere I go. Um, and obviously like that plays a huge role in any type of yoga class. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I don't think it's happened yet, but you have, or you have done one, but you also have another hustle and floga coming yes. up. Like that's so sick. Oh that, gosh, what is, I'm what so is that? Um, I'm going to let, yeah, you explain. It's pretty simple, but yeah. Yeah. It's our hustle and floga. Uh, it'll be July 14th at six thirty, and it's yoga to gangster rap. Like I'm going to be, <laughs> See, compl- that's I, like, so I'm cool gonna that be that completely exists. honest with you. Like it, it, it ain't your mama's yoga. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. Um, it's so much fun though. It's so much fun. Okay. I might have to hop on that. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Yes. Yeah. I know that was the thing that gets me all stoked. Now. Uh-huh. I want there to be like a yoga class, to every genre of music. Like I love, I remember one time I took a class and it was all reggae music. Mm. And I thought it was just the coolest thing I'm ever. I'm sure Clovis would just latch onto a freaking country class. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you would do it, but if you could, that would be a pack to the brim fire hazard. Hey. Uh, Garth you, Brooks. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Friends in low places. All right. Downward dog. Downward yeah, dog. exactly. Right on that part. Let's go down there. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. Can't believe um, <laughs> For the certification process, how does, how does that work to where... There's that point where you decide, okay, I want to be a yoga instructor. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I'm sure it takes a lot of time. But two, when you are able to teach at a studio, or okay, is it teaching? Is it leading? Oh, uh, yeah, either one. Okay. Um, is there anyone that goes around and verifies that kind of stuff? Like if there's a license that exists or like are you not allowed to teach if you're not certified? Like what are the legalities behind that? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, there's kind of some controversy about that in the yoga world. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I'm a 200-hour certified teacher. So I went I went to San Francisco for an entire 28-day straight to get my Jeez. 200 hours. So it's actually 200 hours in the classroom, you know, hands-on experience. Um, and then you can register with the Yoga Alliance, which is they, they kind of keep tabs and, you know, they have a system of all the yoga teachers and um, the schools that are allowed to certify people. So technically, you're supposed to be a 200 hour certified yoga teacher. But I do know teachers that that aren't or I've been in classes and, you know, they they do a pretty good job, too, especially if they've had a pretty consistent yoga practice for a while. But technically, you're supposed to have a certification. Gotcha. Um, was there any throughout that point? I mean, it's 200 hours and you yeah. said 28 days straight. 28 days straight. Was there straight. ever a point where you considered just not doing anymore? Gosh. Where it was just a really hard day, really hard class where you just felt like you were just collapsing on every pose. Yeah, and- I think so. Um, about halfway through, you know, there's always that middle point, I think, in anything you do where you start kind of question, questioning your life decisions. <laughs> is is yeah. this right for me? Am I in the right spot? Is this too much? Is this enough? And yeah, there were times where I'm like, 
you know, I don't know, this is a lot of work. These are long days. But ultimately, when it's something that you love, I feel like when it's your passion, yeah. you know, when you love it with your whole heart, um, then you just go for it. And the universe, the winds of the universe kind of just guide you along and support you along the way. Yeah. Hmm. Question that I have is, and I don't know if you know this answer and it's okay if you don't, I'll look it up later. <laughs> Do we know like the first, like when did yoga start? Like actually become a thing? I feel like that's gotta be old. Yeah. It's been thousands of years. Jeez. It's been thousands of years. Yeah. It goes back, um, Quite a ways. And it was a lot different then. I yeah. mean, it was a lot, a lot different then than it is now. I'm sure it's like, you know, it's like to some people today, it was probably super taboo. Like, yeah. Dude, what's that weird person doing over yeah, there? Yeah, they did like, a lot of like <laughs> really different things yeah, that we definitely do not do nowadays, you know, but it's you know, the westernized version. Um, it's got to keep up with the times and things kind of have to evolve to, mm. to stay relevant. But the heart and the roots have really remained the same over the past, you know, couple thousand years. Do you think yoga pants are a trend? Do you remember a time before <laughs> that was a necessity of the class members? Because I feel like in my recent memory, well, maybe that's just when people wear it casually for athleisure purposes, mm-hmm. but I always get, jump around. Is it a trend or is it something that really you find necessary in regards to practice? Gosh, I, I mean, I, I like I like Lululemon Align pants. I mean, I don't think there's <laughs> anything that can top that. Like, that's just going to be be part of me forever. Seriously, but um, I think you can practice in anything. Seriously, okay. you want to come in your jammies, you want to come in your sweats. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter what you practice in yoga. It accepts you, whatever you're doing, whatever you're wearing, however you are in any given day. I just feel like there's a stigma like, oh, I'm going to do but yoga class. I have to go. Way. I have to get yoga pants. It's the yeah. only way I can do yeah. it. Otherwise, yeah. I'm screwed. Like everything else is jeans, apparently. No, a lot of people <laughs> like feel Like you're that restricted. Uh huh. <laughs> okay. I wanted to make sure that was cleared for people. Yeah. No, I mean, if, you know, when you put on a new pair of like, yoga pants, you, you feel good. Like you feel like you could fly a little bit. You could do yeah. a couple extra boat poses or chairs, yeah. or, you know? I wish I could do one. <laughs> yeah. It's like you, so stop at a couple. But you don't have to. You wear whatever you want. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's a different style, like a bunch of different styles of yoga. Do you have a favorite? Do you find one like most challenging? Um, for people that don't really know a lot about yoga, like what's most common? I don't know. Just wanted to pick your brain on that. Yeah, um, I would say probably the most common, the most popular now is the vinyasa style yoga. So breath synchronized movements, a lot of flowing throughout class is pretty popular. And that's what I tend to teach in like my level two classes, level one classes and stuff like that. Um, I also like Ashtanga. I've been practicing that a lot lately and it's a 90 minute sequence. It's the same poses each time. Um, the same series. And I like that because it's pretty regimented. It's pretty um, all over the place. So you get a little bit of everything with it. But there's a lot of different styles. I've done Bikram, the hot oh. yoga, the, where it's 105. I've done it, man. You, yeah. Oh, yeah, you told me that once. Worst experience of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I literally thought I was going to die. Well, what is the benefit to like hot yoga in regards to regular yoga? Like sweating that much. Why is that something that people would want to do what's that what's yeah that's (laughs) gonna yeah that's the routine that's their go-to like he was asking about what styles and you choose the vinyasa Mm -hmm. why would some people want to make their main style 
hot yoga. What are the benefits of that? Um, there's a, they call it uh, tapasya in yoga, and it's like that internal heat building where you were talking about earlier. You know how your tears didn't have salt in them. Yeah, anymore. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like purged everything out, and and that's you know it's it's very detoxifying okay. when you practice in a hot class like that. You know you sweat, and the organs, the muscles have an opportunity to kind of purge. Um, also the muscles are more pliable and your connective tissue is more pliable. So you can get a little deeper into your flexibility and your mobility as well. So you can get some deeper stretches and, um, some deeper release in some of your, your connective tissues. What is your proudest moment so far in your teaching career? Oh man, seriously. I think some of my proudest moments are the messages I get from my students, you know, some of the messages I get, like, um, somebody recently just told me that they went on a trip and, um, traveling wasn't something that they were comfortable with, that they, you know, suffered with anxiety and stuff. And she said that while she was traveling, she kept hearing my voice, you know, while she was out, like calmness within sensation and, you know, finding that sanctuary, you know, that home within you, and so I think those are my proudest moments. It's, you know, the little messages I get from people just saying, like, your class has changed my life or, you know, yeah. your, pra- uh, your, your teachings have helped me so much or, you know, that kind of stuff. I think that's just, that's what it's all about, that selfless service. And that's what lights me up and, and fills me up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that's crazy so cool. just, like, how an activity can, like, affect you so much more from just, like, the physical aspect, like, it really does. You like you leave that room feeling a whole different type of way. Yeah. Um, have you seen like in yourself just ever since like teaching for this long now, like just a change, like, like obviously like we're not perfect. We still have problems. We still go through a bunch of stuff, but like the way that you deal with things. Oh gosh. Like outside of that studio. Yeah, like definitely. will my road rage go away if I, <laughs> if I do this more? <laughs> I don't know about that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's uncurable. Huh? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a hard one. Um, but yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I used to really suffer from anxiety and depression. Um, I am a Scorpio, so I used to have a pretty, pretty bad temper mm-hmm. and, I just asked my husband. You know, like, <laughs> seriously, the yoga really helps. Just he's ask like, Please him. don't ever he's, stop. Seriously, <laughs> he'll ask me. He's like, "Have you? Uh, you better go do your yoga. Yeah. Like, go, you better go. Go take a class or go do some yoga. I'll take the kids." <laughs> yeah, but it it really has. You know, it it's it's completely overhauled my life, and it still is. We're all a work in progress, you know. Yeah. But the effects of my time spent on my mat truly has trickled out into my day to day life. You know, on your mat say you're holding a plank and you have that little voice in your head that's like, you're not strong enough. Like, why are you holding this? It's too hot in here. You know, all this stuff. And you start to find that calmness within sensation. You start to, um, you know, it's called equanimity where you're kind of even keeled. And then that starts to kind of trickle off in your life. So say you're in traffic and, and you find that breath and that calmness within that sensation or in line at Starbucks or, you know, something happens, then those tools that you learn on your mat, you know, they come into play in your everyday life. And that's when the, it's like the, the powerful, um, effects of yoga, you're like, okay, it's really working. Yeah. It's really doing something. Don't get me started about lines and Starbucks, man. Yeah. <laughs> so you mobile order. That's wild. I'm so glad mobile orders didn't exist while I worked there. That would have wow. drove me nuts. But honestly, as a customer, it's the greatest thing oh, in the yeah, world. Like, Thank God. God. I still haven't done that mobile order. Oh, it's just, it's life flawless. Changing. If you do it just right. Yeah. Um, 
You had dropped something about uh, science, being a Scorpio. Are you, mm-hmm. are you into science? Yeah, I'm pretty into science. Okay, mm-hmm. what's, a, what's a Gemini characteristic? I'm a Gemini, and I'm oh. always curious of what comes with that. Uh-oh. That's what that's <laughs> my husband is. When's your birthday? Uh, June 2nd. Yeah, he's May 30th. Um, a Gemini is kind of like dual-sided, so I don't know. They like He has this kind of face that he shows to the world, and then he has this person that he is kind of behind the scenes. Not in a bad way uh-huh. or anything, but you know, yeah. it's kind of the duality of things. That's such a nice oh, way to say man. two-faced. That's exactly what I was thinking. See, that's the difference. Kelsey will actually call me two-faced, but you... No, I'm kidding. I'm all, it's duality. Yeah, <laughs> such an no, artistic way. That's how I'm going to insult people now. You know, you're showing a lot of duality right now. Oh my God, thanks. That's so funny. I don't even know what I am. Uh, when's your birthday? December 17th. I don't know. Do you know off the top of your head? Sure, yeah. I'm not sure what that I is. I think it's... Uh, I'll look it up. To start with an... Is it Sagittarius? Sagittarius. Sagittarius. And I don't know what that means in my life, but I need to do some research. Yeah. It's interesting because I, I mean, I don't know a lot about it, but it really does. Like if you read about it, I feel yeah. like a lot of it does explain. Do you read your thing every day? Is that, is that the same thing? Is this that actually oh. makes sense. It's curious oh. and energetic. Uh, Sagittarius is one of the biggest travelers among all zodiac signs. Their open mind and philosophical view motivates them to wander around the world in search of the meaning of life. Where's the bad stuff? Sagittarius <laughs> is extrovert, optimistic, enthusiastic, and likes changes. Mm. I do like changes a lot. <laughs> I get bored very easily. What I like, too, about these is sometimes <laughs> the horoscopes are like, uh, you're going to have a meal today. Yeah, <laughs> Coffee is your favorite thing. You enjoy yes. breathing. And you're like, oh, That's so I love mean. breathing. Yes. That is, I knows love living. my entire yeah. life. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ambiguous that you're just like, oh, yes, this aligns perfectly with me. You can read me. like anybody's horoscope. Yeah, and you like somehow figure out you. how to tie it in. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's how I view it. Dude, how did those things even come? Like some. I, That's a whole different episode. Oh, my gosh. Some, just want to dive into. Yeah, we'll it, have to get someone in here for that one. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> you know anyone? Interesting. Um, you're interesting. obviously a very physically fit person. One of the biggest things I struggle with with trying to stay in shape is besides the actual working out part, um, the diet. Mm-hmm. Is diet Ooh. a huge part of your practice? You know, I I have some stomach problems, so kind of by default, I've had to overhaul my diet because mm. I have you know some stomach issues that that restrict me from eating certain things, like some of my favorite things, like pizza and, you know, that kind of stuff. But I know, heartbreaking, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I, I eat pretty clean. Um, I also don't limit myself at all. Like I know that cupcakes and you know Mickey's yogurt they don't hurt my stomach, so I can <laughs> eat. Sure you know, like I can eat that. So it's kind of <laughs> I call it intuitive eating. You know, if there if there's something that you want, go for it. It doesn't mean you have to eat it. You know, all the time. Um, if there's something that doesn't agree with you, try and avoid that, and just try and like listening to your body and kind of tuning into what works yeah. for you overall. Do you have go to pre and post? Uh- Practice snacks? Uh, yeah. I, or meals, I guess. I love fruit, seriously. So I'm like bananas, nectarines, strawberries. Um, I eat a lot of yogurt with like granola and chia seeds and stuff on that. So that's kind of what I eat around my practice time is that kind of stuff. Okay. Light, easy. Um, what do you, we talked before, um, you have kids. Mm-hmm. What do they think about when mom goes to work? Like, do they know like 
why you do what you do. And, and like I've seen videos of you and your daughter doing it, which is like one of the cutest things she ever. She ran across oh the screen on one recently, and I thought it was the funniest thing ever. Yeah, they do, I know. They just yeah. walk by me. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, what do they think of I'm that? Like, Mom's just the complete doing innocence like, and not awareness is the, yeah, one of the coolest things ever. It is. I'm like over there in a handstand, like trying to get my foot to touch my head. And yeah. it's like, Mom, can I have some cereal? Not even face. Like, no big yeah, deal. You're going to get the free yeah. arm while I'm standing <laughs> yeah, here. No um, they're used to it. You know, they've, like I said, I've been practicing about four years years and I've always wondered that though you know if they see the dedication and the heart that I've really put into it and I hope that as they get older they're seven and nine now um, but I hope as as they get older that that kind of inspires them to know that like to follow their dreams and to to keep going with your passions you know and to really follow those I hope they see that I do so do they do yoga like um, at home like with you yeah, my daughter does. She okay. likes it a lot. Lily, she she likes it a lot. She has a lot of fun with it. And she'll actually come to my classes uh, a lot. She she doesn't so much like the level two. Understandable. <laughs> I don't blame her. Girl, same. Uh, but but <laughs> she'll come to my gentle classes and stuff. My son, not so much. He's he's really into Fortnite and Legos right now. I so mean, that like, also same as well. Same. <laughs> he's like, yoga, what? No, yeah. not right now. I got time for that. I'm building, I'm building. something. Yeah, Real exactly. life and virtually. <laughs> exactly. So... Also, in um, current news, I want to touch on this real quick. You and your husband are, I don't know know if it's more of your husband, but diehard Warriors fans. How do you feel about LeBron? You said current news? I thought you were going to talk about some politics stuff. I was like, oh, why? We're going here. It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) I got to (laughs) go. Yeah, for real. You're on your own press. (laughs) I'm now in here running a whole other podcast. Um, but I was just curious. I mean, LeBron's yeah. coming out west. I know. Well, I guess I don't know if you guys saw yesterday. What is it? Is it? I don't want to butcher it because my husband will literally kill me. Is it Demarcus? Like, yeah, somebody, yeah. He, he went to believe. the he went to the Warriors. <laughs> so he was like, you know, oh, you know, everything. But he's talking about LeBron, and then he kind of did that, and so maybe it like overshadows it. You know, where everyone's yeah, kind of talking about exactly. that now. Totally agreed. One hundred percent. Okay, bye, LeBron. We're busy. Yeah, <laughs> well, because they were like, yeah, they were like trying to show off Lakers, and then the Warriors like, <laughs> hold my beer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, show my we beer. got something too. Uh-huh. You know, we're not just going back to back. We're going like three, four times, yeah. you know, in it's a row. It's just, and that's what the controversy is right now. People are saying like, okay, like, is this going to be the Warriors League now or what? <laughs> yeah, really. Because it was a joke before, but now it's yeah. like, what? And you know, he's been a fan since he was seven years old. Oh so, my gosh. Like, and and we, we've been, you know, together 13 years. So I remember back when like Beadrins was playing and like Diagu, like all these players and they were just, they were horrible. Well, but, yeah, back when like, even like you know when they had their older logo and stuff, I remember yeah. like, dude, they were like the laughing stock. They were. Do you, he was um, always repping their jersey, like the see, thunder across like the front. Yeah. yeah. Do you, um, which what is your position or his position on the so-called term of bandwagon fans? Does he welcome them? Does he get angry at them? Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, the look. <laughs> no one's seeing it right face. now, but the look is is saying it all. Yeah, he. Um, well, like you said, nobody was a Warriors fan. Like ten was. years ago, when they were garbage. Now all of a sudden, everyone in Fresno is a Warriors fan. Yeah, makes me mad. Sorry. And you yeah. know, he, <laughs> I got a little emotional. He there. hates it when people are like. Oh, well, they're like a West Coast team, you know, when they're like in the playoffs and stuff. Like, he's like, I never, you're not going to catch me cheering for the Lakers if the Warriors weren't in the playoffs. You yeah, know exactly. What I mean? like, uh, um, but, you know, there's a lot of younger kids that searching for their, you know, that are fans now. And yeah, like stuff. Steph, and like, now Kevin Durant. Yeah. Like, and so, 
you know, it's a fine line. It's a fine line. Back in the day, it was the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq. Mm-hmm. And now, you know. It's, it's the easy thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I've always been went yeah. through the hard years, though, so I respect that. Yeah, Dude, mad did. respect. I want him on the show now. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Sports segment. <laughs> I've always wanted a sports podcast, and so um, that, that past five minutes just made me really happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that we worked it into a yoga podcast. That's right. Yeah, right. Hey, the, the Warriors practice yoga, too. Uh, Iguodala, that's like one of his favorite things to do is yoga. Why do you think yoga. they win so much? Mm-hmm. I honestly would attribute it to that. See, it's the yoga. That none is of them why... ever look stressed out or worried on the court or pissed yeah. off. Or well, I, if you think about it, none of the stars, I think KD is the only one, but he wasn't born in the Warriors program, so that's probably why. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is always so relaxed and not like freaking out. No. Everyone else in the league just bickers and gets angry at all calls and stuff like that. But now that you mention that, I don't yeah. think Green practices yoga. Though, I don't think he yeah. practices yeah. anything, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think that's crazy because I was. It was the last football season watching. I watched the Hard Knocks. Um, I, I promise we're going to... Dreaming Green trying to do yoga. And it's <laughs> yeah. just not... This is not good. And being it's, frustrated because you yeah, can't do like, a certain post. Darn it. Screw this. <laughs> uh, but... And I remember I was watching that Hard Knocks show and it showed the whole team. The football team is the Rams, I think, the one I was watching. But they were doing yoga. But I think it's cool how yoga has caught on to, like, this actually, like, physically attributes to, like your performance on and off the field now it's like it's big time now it is. and i think like i wonder like just being like a say a professional team's yoga instructor like dude that's the dream if an opportunity like that presented is that something you jump on oh i was just going to reach out to the warriors if you're <laughs> listening right now um <laughs> uh we can we can wow. find a way i'm we available <laughs> that would be crazy um actually no it's it's there's been a lot of studies recently you know in collegiate sports um Injuries have went down as they're incorporating oh, yoga sure. into their program. And I, this last year, I went to the Clovis community, the soccer team, and yeah. the entire season, I led them once a week through yoga classes and stuff. And it really does. It it de- decreases your your risk for injury. Yeah. You know, it helps with your mobility, your flexibility, um, strength, everything. So, I mean, I think it's huge. And I think it's amazing that professional sports teams and collegiate athletes and stuff are incorporating that into their, into their program. You gotta have that balance, you know, you gotta have that strength and flexibility and you have to have that, that balance to be running optimally. Yeah. You know, there's a, there's a common theme I've been noticing with our guests in regards to just in pursuit of your dreams. And I feel like it's a big missed opportunity for Nike to jump on because it seems like all you guys have this major, it's a real, just do it mindset where like whenever we ask any of you guys, you know, well, any advice to anyone, you know, that's searching um, for a way to break into their dream or chase their passion or doing anything like that. It always falls back on the people that are in your position. Just saying, just go for it. Go like for stop it. holding back. And I just feel like Nike needs to do a line or something that, for the business world. Yeah. Because, with, I mean, would you say your biggest thing was just like, you know, I need to do it? Yeah. I mean, you know, that's it. You, we can be run by fear so much. That little voice in our head that tells us we're not ready, that we need, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you know, that, that everything has to, we have to have all our ducks in a row and, yeah. you know, all this stuff. But if you just do it and you do it with your heart and you do it authentically, yeah. Yeah. You know, think, I mean, I feel like, things happen. Did you share that quote naturally. you said earlier about the stoplight one? I really like that. Yeah, it's a it's a Tim Ferriss quote and it says um, you know, the traffic lights of life are never all going to be green at the same mm-hmm. time. 
you know. So there's always going to be things that are hindering you from from following your dreams. But if it means that much to you, then like Nike says, just do it. There we go. Just do it. It's funny you said like how fear always drives us to do things. For those of you who don't know, I'm a big, big John Mayer fan. And he has this <laughs> quote in this song. That I think about it all the time. Like, dude, like I think he really hit something here. But he says, fear is a friend that's misunderstood. And if oh, you think about beautiful. it, fear makes us do things that we wouldn't. So, And I, we always have this negative mindset on fear. But that's the thing that's actually making us do things. Yeah, I think John I like does that. yoga. With a quote like that, God, this music seriously. and type of music, you need to do a John Mayer class. That's a good if you one. did, <laughs> Preston's eyes got so wide. Right I now. would pay all the money just to sit in there by myself. Like yeah. if you, like, <laughs> if I was the only one to sign up, I'd pay for it, all the spots. I got it. So it can be your yeah. Yeah, oh, I like that. That's a beautiful quote, though. Thank um, you, John. <laughs> Shouts hope, out. Hope you're listening <laughs> at John Mayer on Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you weren't doing this, if you weren't doing yoga, um, what do you think you'd be doing? Gosh, I don't know. I asked myself, I feel like I asked myself that question for the first 29 years of my life, seriously, until I found yoga. Um, I don't know what I'd be doing. Honestly, I really don't know what I'd be doing. Mm. Yeah, I can't see doing anything else than, than yoga and sharing yoga with as many people as I possibly can. Yeah. Do you yeah. have like any other passions? In, um, you said you like hiking. Yeah, yeah, I like yeah, hiking a lot. Um, you know, we ride bikes a lot. I garden. I okay. love my garden. I have a big garden with all sorts of succulents and flowers and, you know, stuff like that. Music is a huge thing for mm. me. I love music. That's, you know, I'm always going down the Spotify rabbit hole. Yeah, um, oh, it happens, man. Mm-hmm. Um, what's uh, the most recent concert you went to? Actually, the most recent concert I went to was Trevor Hall and East Forest. I don't know if you guys know who they are. I've heard of Trevor Hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you'd really categorize them. It's like, I don't know. Like, it's not reggae, but it's like. Uh, yeah, you do it like, I don't know, like chill. It's like. Uh, it's, it's good. You got to yeah. look it up. It's really good. And Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, really good. And East Forest is actually like, I love East Forest. I've been listening to them really since I started yoga. But my playlists are like East Forest to Drake to like Hoosier. <laughs> yeah. And then Variety. we'll head to Cat Stevens. Yes. Like, I love it all. You I know, I really Stevens love it. In the next all. class I go to. Yeah. That oh. would be phenomenal. Right? I love, yeah, taking classes where like the music actually has words. Because a lot of times you'll go to class and it's home. Oh, yeah. Like a, <laughs> the sitar. Dang, yeah. Dang, with like a waterfall. But the like, waterfall. If you like play a song. I think it was one of your classes a long time ago. It was like a Florence and the Machine song. Like, dude, this is so sick. It makes you feel something. Mm -hmm. Music, you know, it makes you, it really does. It makes you feel something. And it's like we listen to this music, like that type of music, like say it's Florence or something, like every day. It's like, why not put Mm -hmm. it in the practice instead of using this, you know, music that we never listen to outside of these four walls? Yeah. Um, you, You said you liked hiking. What is, have you ever like taught a class at? A location that was just like mind blowing, whether it be like outside in nature, like what's the coolest experience? I a guess a class on top of a half dome would just be mm, next be cool. level. Don't die, but enjoy. Yourself. <laughs> once you get up yeah. there, once you get to the top of the rock, there's definitely enough space for oh, it. Oh, there's a lot of space. Yeah, yeah. never been. Yeah, oh, yeah, you need to, to go do it. Yeah. when she does her class up there. We'll yeah, <laughs> we'll have to like stay the night or something. Yeah, that's quite that's quite high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. You know, really, gosh, where's the coolest place I've ever taught? 
Or where would you want to? I mean, and you I, can't use the half dome. <laughs> we yeah. just said, stole I, it. It would be. I think it would be outdoors somewhere, or like on a beach. I love the beach. Oh, love Have the a beach. big class on the beach. Maybe at Santa Cruz. Nice day. Mm. You know, something like that would be would be amazing. Even up. Um, on the lake, I don't know if you've ever heard of stand-up paddle boards. I'm sure you guys yeah. have. Yeah. But they do like sup yoga. Yes, I've seen that. And so that. something like that is something I'd love to yeah. do. I'd fall off every... I, I, it's really, really hard. Yeah. It's I can hardly even stand on it. And they're like, then let's do our sun salutations. But um, yeah, that'd be really fun. I would do corpse pose that whole time. Yeah. Just, just lay there. I'm in my final <laughs> rest. I'm honoring my body. <laughs> <laughs> There was, okay, so my first introduction to yoga was, uh, you guys know P90X? Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's like the yoga class. The yoga like class of P90X song. is pretty like intense. Yeah. And so I thought that was all yoga for a little bit there. And then I realized there's different versions. I yeah. thought it was just one. And so um, my so younger funny. brother and I did it a lot. And there was one time where he did it because it was a 90-day program. And I think every Thursday was the yoga class. Yeah. And so we do it at the end of the day because we were trying to stay committed. But we both had work and school and Yada, yada. And so one yeah. time, normally he's very talkative during the class. And so I was all on the other side of the room. He was hidden behind the couch because uh, there was a big old couch in our parents' house. Um, and he had, hadn't been talking. And so <laughs> once it was over, I you know, finished or done. I walked over. I was like, what the, like, what's he doing? And I just saw his legs sticking out. <laughs> and oh he straight God. up, like, there was a point where we did court, like the laying down pose. And that was it. At the, halfway through the class, he, he, he fell, fell asleep. asleep. Oh, my dying. God. <laughs> and so we all, I always joke at him because they call it the court's pose. And, the, and um, we always talk about that's his favorite pose or, you know, don't do one with that pose because he'll be stuck forever. And yeah. so I will always remember that because I walked over and he was knocked out. Knocked and it was out. the funniest thing ever. People fall asleep quite a bit during Shavasana. See, that's crazy. Uh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Not me. I'm still. Only had to wake one person up. Like they, you, most people wake up. Is like, that awkward? Like, like, hey, uh, yeah. hey, it's me. You know, people like, <laughs> I know you just paid to sleep. Around, like, hey, sorry, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sorry to interrupt. <laughs> yeah, sorry to interrupt. Uh, but I wish I was that comfortable to do that. Yeah, that's pretty. Like in a room full of like twenty plus people yeah. to be able to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. No. I can't sleep on planes. I can't sleep on car rides. It's no. a curse. Uh, I can do car rides, not planes. Yeah. There's. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Too close to too many strangers. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Seen too many weird movies. Snakes on a plane. You don't know what's going to happen. You never know. <laughs> Yoga on a plane. Ooh. So as we're closing this out, um, is there anything that you wanted to let people know? Maybe who who are currently doing yoga, want to become yogis, or just anything in that realm, um, any advice you'd give them? Where they can find you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I teach at Old Town Yoga. Um, I'm teaching like seven classes a week. Um, like I said, I have my, my YouTube, but I just, you know, if you've never tried yoga or maybe you've tried it, you didn't have the best experience or something. Um, yoga really is for everybody. I mean, it really is. It's the most accepting place that you can be your little four corners, your yoga mat. And we oftentimes have think that, that we need to move a certain way or be able to do certain things or wear certain clothes. And the beautiful thing about the yoga practice is it really just is about acceptance and wholehearted acceptance of yourself, the good, the bad, the dark parts, the light parts, all of it. And just giving your space, yourself some space in our kind of chaotic, upbeat, go, 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 you know, society to really pause and turn your awareness inward 
and really see what you find there. See what's kind mm. of churning and alchemizing within you. Yeah. Um, and then see where it takes you. So give it a try. Everybody, whether you're injury, you have injuries, whether you're older, whether you think you're the strongest person in the world, give it a try. Yeah. There's something there for you. I promise. I think it'd be insulting if we tried to add to that. So seriously, thank you guys. Um, thank you guys seriously. for listening. Thank you for coming. I feel very enlightened. I know we didn't take a class, but I've just yeah. I guess I feel just, like we should end this on a namaste. Yeah. Hey, yes. Thank you. And uh, what Preston always says. Yeah, just be nice, people. Uh, Be kind to one another. Um, Love each other. Um, And thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you next time. Peace out. Namaste. Namaste. I love you, man. I love you too, bud. I love you, dude. I love you, bro, Montana. I love you, Holmes. I love you, Brosif Quiddles. I love you, Machacha. I love you, Tico Brohe. 